fired up mood. I am I'm feeling pretty good right now. We are going to do our next to last symptom tonight. Before I get into that, I'll share with you why I'm feeling so happy go lucky. I just um made a decision to um ask for help. Right? Like that simple. Ask for help. And I've asked for help a lot in the last couple of days. I've asked some of my friends and family to give me half an hour of their time this upcoming Sunday because I want to try something out on them. And I tell you, it was so powerful. I sent out this message this morning asking for help, maybe to 10 people. And I think that... 90% of them answered in the first 10 minutes. One one just answered as I was typing what I needed their help with. So that made me feel really good. That was a great way to start the day. And I just decided to um, hire someone. That's why I'm excited. I did an interview and I probably shouldn't have interviewed more than one person, but I, I really like this lady instantly. And she's going to help me get through some of my stuff that I'm not as good at, like being organized and detailed. And then I get to spend more time with you, which makes me so happy. So it's okay to ask for help is what I'm trying to tell you if you need help. And it doesn't even have to be, do you need help in your recovery, which absolutely the floor is open always to ask for help with that. And it's hard. Um, but it, it can apply to real life things. I mean, these these groups that I'm sharing with you that I'm in, we bounce things off of each other all the time. We ask each other for help and feedback. I was in a, a group last night. We were doing our homework and they actually almost made me cry. It was so sweet. I had been, you know, the, the speaking contest I participated in that I didn't make it to the finals, which totally made sense. But all that practice, when we had to do our, our classwork last night, I went last and the first thing of feedback that I got was from a fellow. He's like, wow, well, you're very, um, I don't know if he said the most confident or the I can't remember his exact language, but it was a huge compliment and it was like I was very prepared. Well, of course I was prepared. I practiced my speech for so long that it it just became part of me. So it didn't feel like I was trying really hard last night, but I've been beating myself up. Oh my God, so much. I feel, I've been feeling overwhelmed and and I'm my own worst, you know, person. And and here I, you know, I sit here and I try to tell you guys it shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't be so hard on ourselves. And that's part of why I want to stress it with you is because it's just as important for you to not be hard on yourself as it is for me to not be hard on myself. 
And I think that that's where I've kind of been was, yes, I'm, I have a lot of things going on and I'm proud of all the projects that I'm working on. I don't think I'm any superstar or anything. I don't have children running around. I don't have a husband to dote on, you know, all those things like normal people, normal life things that people have is what I'm trying to say. I don't have quite as many interruptions as other people or other responsibilities. So I'm not doing any superstarness. I think, I think my, my, what's special is that I believe in it. I believe in my mission and I believe in my dream and I'm doing all this work to get, you know, to the end of the road and, and to help more gamblers and more people who want to quit and more people who just don't understand recovery and hopefully be in the forefront of it for the kiddos that don't know that the arcade is setting them up for, you know, a, a future of gambling in some cases or the video gaming, whatever. Like hopefully I can help get in front of all that stuff and, in order to be effective at that, I needed some help with some other things. So I'm I'm feeling proud of myself for asking for help, proud of myself for fighting this fight and believing in myself. And I have so much gratitude for the fact that I can reflect on even last night's class or the way I'm feeling right now. I can reflect on that. And be like, okay, the world is just such a better place when I'm I'm being a little bit more compassionate with myself. And that's what I needed to do. Who knew? <laughs> I think I knew. I just wasn't practicing it as well as I could or should have. So that was that's why I'm like really in a good mood. Um, and I think I'm going to be helping some people with the way I plan on, on staffing and... Um, you know, asking for help. I mean, it's not, not all of it is, is free help per se, but if I can contribute, you know, with, with helping people financially, that would be great too. I, I love that idea. So that's all good stuff. Um, I want to end on a high note. I actually decided I've, I've talked quite a bit, so we'll table the symptom till tomorrow. I, I love that. Like, I have to say, all the projects and including the podcast and being here with you and all the learning and all the decisions I get to make, like I got to decide today, do I want to spend money on this person or don't I? That was my decision. That's what the beautiful thing is in all this arena. I get to decide to do whatever I want. It's it's my show, you know, and I've said that to you guys before. And I don't say that in like a cocky way. I see it in like a surreal way. Like, oh my God, I don't have to ask 12 bosses. Is it okay if I don't cover the material I intentionally plan on covering tonight? That's such a beautiful thing. Um, so anyway, so yeah, we'll do the symptom tomorrow. I'm going to tell you two other little things. I had shared with you that um, there was all that drama in our community over the weekend where a lot of argumentative stuff in, in our recovery thread. Um, so arguments and people storming out of the room and, 
and name calling and, and a lot of things that aren't um, behaviors of people acting their best. And I will say that I get it, right? Like everybody's stressed in a whole different way. And some of this has been brewing. And I don't want to get hung up on that. What I'm, what I'm a little troubled by today is something else that happened. So because that happened, that happened on Saturday, and I wasn't at group on Monday, so I don't know. I didn't hear this for a fact, but I read a message today in this environment where, all right, I guess I have to back up a minute. So in this group, the official staff, the the members of the staff at the center don't have access. The only two paid employees that do have access are our recovery coaches. So they're not formal counselors and they're on there to help bridge, you know, the gap between the clients and the center, but so that the clients have a place to, you know, say whatever they want to say without their counselors around or whatever. Now, in some cases, things have bubbled up and people go to their counselors and share if they have concerns about the thread, whether it's, you know, sometimes it's just the most beautiful stuff and other times it's, you know, oh, this was a pain in the ass or, oh, I'm worried about so-and-so. Like, there's a lot of dialogue that comes out of it. And I would say that probably 98% of the time it all comes from a good place, a place of improvement. Well, what I saw today was somebody mentioned that on Monday night, the the counselors in charge must have addressed the topic of the thread. That's what we refer to this this chat room is the thread and address that it should be a place of, you know, a safe place and a place of recovery and, and some of this nonsense stuff or addict behavior. I think that's the best way to call it is addict behavior because it was people just not acting their best. So even if you weren't an addict and you were name calling and stuff, I would say you were acting like an addict, you know. I mean, I probably wouldn't, but I mean, it could have the same connotation. You got what I'm saying. I'm not going to go around calling people addicts. But anyway, so it sounds like the staff at the center addressed the fact that that's not the design of the room was to talk about politics, religion, uh, you know, personal views on heavy topics, unless you're doing it with dignity and respect. So what I saw today was a post from one of the one of the people and I believe he's been at every meeting I've attended ever since I met him. Uh, I think he's at around 130 days without a bat. And he's pretty sharp. Like I really, when people are new to the environment, I have no problem with people having opinions. I, I do think that I would favor them coming in more with a, a listening ear than necessarily providing a lot of feedback. And sometimes this fella ha- offers a lot of feedback to the group. And being so young in the program, this is this is where I'm wrong, is your, my impression is like, all right, maybe you don't need to be coaching other people necessarily Maybe you should be, you know, looking at yourself first. And he's 
like I said, attending meetings. He's maintaining life without a bet. He's doing the right things. And then his feedback is valuable. And I've learned things from him. So again, not that there's a right and wrong, but my perspective of, and I'm not saying that new people can't talk. In our environment, it's very feedback. It's it's not quite like GA. We literally get into deep um, peer coaching, I think would be the right way to to say it you know we call bullshit on each other we it's real and it, it's something that would be very I think uncomfortable in a in like a GA environment or even in some of our regular friendships anyway so he's done that but he's always done a good job and he posted today that he won't be at group the next group because he's already been reprimanded for what happened on Saturday. Now I have to tell you, he was not part of the problem. I don't know that he was necessarily part of the solution, but he definitely did not add fuel to the fire. And I, you know, the the people that were involved, you know, all had apologized and, and definitely were, you know, came back humbly after all the shit hit the fan, even though other people have left the group since. So his point was, I'm not going to go to group on Saturday because I've already been reprimanded. That was that was basically the tone of his um, post. And I found that very disturbing and I'm struggling with it because two things. There's a school of thought that maybe the center shouldn't have addressed it. You know, somebody else came on having a voice about it and saying, right, like that's that's why the counselors and the center isn't on here. They shouldn't be on here to dictate what happens on here. So there is that, and I can agree with that on some level. It did, you know, it would have gotten solved. The recovery coaches didn't jump in. The people had to figure out how to act like adults and, and solve the problem themselves. And... And I also, I don't know if I mentioned this as part of the situation, the half a dozen people that left, there was a comment made after they left the room and someone kind of referred to them as, you know, oh, well, you're acting like an addict by leaving, you know, instead of dealing with the problem. So it's another whole topic. And, and we talk about going through things. But if you're in a bad spot, an unsafe spot, and, and that this argument and all that stuff was creating, you know, maybe feelings to bet, it's better they left, you know, get it out of the way, whatever their reasoning is. But if it was an unsafe environment, it might have been the right choice. So anyway, back to this relatively new player in our world. I'm troubled by the fact that he said he doesn't want to go to the next group because he got reprimanded. Who is he hurting in that case? This is why it's bothering me. Who's he hurting? I know that he's had stellar, and I, I texted him this today. I said, you've had stellar attendance, and you've had this great streak of not placing a bat. I asked him to think about, you know, is there a correlation between those two things, and what does he need out of the group? And I get it. I get why he wouldn't want to go and hear the lecture, because I, I can picture how it went down. The other side of that is, from the center's perspective, 
they have to protect the clients that did go to them and voice a concern because they didn't want to get caught in the crossfire. And it was creating whatever feelings, you know, like how do you validate every single person in a situation and come to an answer when there's different opinions? It's, it's not going to be perfect. So the point is, I think that everybody's doing the best they can. That's all we can do. I just hope that he's not hurting himself out of principle or because of other people's behaviors. And, you know, that that's what I'd like you to think about. You know, that would, you know, how I'd like to give you homework and, and food for thought. And I've even started designing the show notes to kind of ask you questions. I don't know if you read the show notes. I'm not a big show notes reader. Like there's a lot of people that put a lot of meat and content and thought. And, and maybe once we have some more, uh, engagement back and forth. Part of what I hired people to help me with is my social media. So we're going to be able to have a a little better dialogue and email even. But anyway, so maybe you guys can tell me how important the show notes are as far as um, the the level of detail. I'm, I'm open to feedback about that, but it's not something, and again, I've been stressed with time. So it, it, it's something that takes time. So I, I didn't think it had as much value as maybe our conversations. I totally lost my train of thought. Why did I get off on show notes? Show notes, talking. Yeah, you're getting the real thing here. Oh, because I was saying giving you homework. Sorry. So I would ask you to think about this situation I'm describing. And have you ever, have you ever... I'm going to call it a temper tantrum just for lack of vocabulary. Have you ever kind of had a temper tantrum where you stuck to your guns about something, but you were really hurting yourself as much, if not more, than the principle you were sticking up for? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it a good thing that he's not going to be at meeting? Now, if the, if the, the lecture or the, the, I forgot what he called it, but the scolding, if that makes him feel bad or generates feelings that aren't healthy for his recovery, then absolutely support that decision. But are there times that we just make choices based on other people's behaviors or, you know, there's been times that I want to prove a point and I, I can't think of an example of a specific event or whatever, but I feel like I've been like, I'm not going to go to this, you know, like screw them. Like I'm like, I'm hurting the other person by not showing up to a party or event or whatever. And it's been so long since I've kind of thought this way. Like I said, I can't think of a specific example, but that feeling I can relate to that feeling. So I know I've acted this way before. We're not hurting the other people by doing that. We're hurting ourselves. You know, we're feeding, we're feeding the bad monsters in us. So if you can think of an experience like that, you know, that's happened, maybe reflect on it or maybe just kind of store what I'm talking about in the memory bank. The next time you want to make one of those decisions, you know, who are you really hurting with some of the choices you make? Maybe you're not hurting anybody. I mean, that's the way I looked at a lot of my gambling career, especially when I was single for it. I'm not hurting anybody. They're my choices. So, yeah, that's that's what you have to think about. And um, 
Yeah. I am going to finish my delicious strawberry shake. I, I bought this stuff. I got involved in this whole other thing in this online store that I didn't know existed. And I tried products. And one of the first things I've tried now is a strawberry shake, which I'm not a big strawberry person. But I already have chocolate in the cupboard and I tried vanilla too. This thing, this is my second shake. It tastes like strawberry quick. It's like amazingness. So I'm going to finish my shake and I'm going to go to bed and uh, hopefully have another excellent day tomorrow. The days have been excellent, folks, and I'm working hard at making them excellent. So I hope that your days are excellent too and that you're doing whatever it takes to make them excellent. You are in control of you, my friends. Okay, beautiful people, have a great night. I will talk to you in the a.m.